This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 75. Welcome to the podcast. Today is our second part of our Myers-Briggs Leadership Podcast with Bridget Capel. And Bridget's here with me today in Michigan. Yep, I'm not in Texas. Yeah, I'm not in Texas anymore. (laughs) Temporarily. Yep, so she's here for a couple of days uh, for the weekend, actually. So I'm so excited. We get to do this podcast live, which is really cool. I'm excited. Face to face instead of over over the internet. So. I'm excited about that. But before we get into this podcast, I just want to remind you all that um, I think it's next week or the following week. I'm not certain. I am going to be answering questions. So if you have any questions for me about anything that I've talked about on the podcast before or anything new, can you send me an email? That would be great at jacapeldvm at gmail.com. Send me any of your questions. I would love to answer them on the podcast. And um, that will be next week or the following week. I'm not sure which episode, but it's coming up. So send me some questions. I'd really enjoy that. And so today we're going to do our second half of the Myers-Briggs Leadership Podcast. And this um, week we're doing the introverts. And so you want to tell us a little bit about the introverts? Near and dear to me because I am an introvert. (laughs) I'm an extrovert. Bridget is an introvert. So you're going to get both sides. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So tell us about those introverts. Yeah. So my little anecdote about the introverted leaders. Um, I took a leadership class when I was an undergrad called Practice of Leadership. And it was like another credit that went to my degree. Um, And there was a discussion about you know, is leadership innate? Are you born a leader or is it something that you can learn and what are good qualities? And uh, there was this girl in the class that raised her hand and she goes, well, I think good leaders, I think you're born as a leader and I think good leaders <laughs> are extroverts and blah, 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 blah. So she, she was obviously on. an extrovert. <laughs> right. But her point, her first point was leaders are extroverts exclusively. And so, of course, I raised my hands and, you know, very Beg to differ. astutely and, <laughs> and said, actually, I'm an introvert and I'm in a lot of leadership positions. <laughs> so you took her on. Gave her what for. Yeah. You gave her the smackdown. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think, you know, I think personally and because I'm such a big fan of Myers-Briggs, I think everybody has their own strengths that lend themselves to being good leaders. And I think um, if you know what those strengths are, you can develop that and, uh, you know, become the best leader that you can possibly well, be. Well, and that's why we're doing these podcasts exactly. because we're going to go through each type we did for the extroverts on the last podcast. So if you didn't listen to us, go back and listen to that one. That's all about the extroverts. And today we're going to go through the introverts and basically talk about their strengths and then their struggles or their weaknesses. So we can, um, kind of teach you how to fill your gaps Mm -hmm. of the things that you're not strong at and get people to help you with that. So, you know, all types can be leaders. Everyone can be a leader. And I, and I don't necessarily think they're born. I think you can learn leadership. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of things that you can study to become a strong leader. So if it's, if it's a goal of yours to be a better leader, 
this will probably help you, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Or even if you're interested in a leadership position that you haven't had before and you're like, how can I be the best at at this, you know, position that I want to have? Right, right. So understanding yourself and the way you lead and then understanding the people around you and the the way they lead is very helpful. So that's what this is all about today. That's it. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll just get started, huh? Yeah. All right. So the first introvert type that we are going to um, talk about is the INTJ. And this um, particular type is called the strategic leader. Mm-hmm. And what about them, Bridge? Um, so they lead with introverted intuition, which is nicknamed perspectives, um, an introverted perceiving function. They kind of take in the world and can see uh, many different possibilities. They kind of can tell what's going to happen down the road. Uh, the best out of most of the types. Okay. They have good foresight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So their strengths, some of their strengths are they lead with vision, um, they're rational, and they're very determined. And they're guided by their intuition to see um, the path to a future goal. Mm-hmm. They're strategic in their planning. Yeah, they're really visionary. I mean, maybe not as much as the ENTP might be with all of their ideas, but they definitely like will see their ultimate goal down the road and, you know, want to execute it and see it through. And they don't have any problem directing other people or delegating. Um, they like to put their plans in order and in, and um, get those plans in place. Are they, are they very uh, methodical types? Yeah. The INTJs are very, direct um sometimes they i think they're nicknamed the scientist in some oh, okay. systems they're like nerdy very... kind of people <laughs> <laughs> maybe no offense in the most loving way <laughs> right right yeah. no that's not a bad word i, I love nerds nerd. yeah nerds um, are wonderful but yeah they're they're very direct and they can help um i feel like the the stereotype is that they come off very robotic Okay. Like INTJs don't, don't INTJs don't have any feelings, which isn't true. They, right. they really have a lot of feelings. It's just they're not um, always strong at um, expressing them okay. as well as they might like to. Yeah. Well, this this says they're very calm and focused, and so that's inspiring um, to others. They they instill confidence mm-hmm. in their their quiet focus, and. Um, they're very determined to see their plan succeed. When they make decisions, they consider how they will play out in the future. And they're very efficient and they're logical um, in uh, the way they take action towards their goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the things um, an INTJ might struggle with is they can get caught up in their vision and lose sight of the important details. Um, and they might struggle with maintaining morale because they can uh, tend to disregard like the social atmosphere and um, and lack maybe some tact um, and social niceties. And they can get caught up in being re- very decisive and objective. Um, and also because they're intuitive dominant, they might have some trouble putting their vision into words um, that are that will motivate sensing types. So, you know, they're. I don't know. I struggle with this too because I lead with introverted intuition. Right. <laughs> like so you right have now, this. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. I'm explaining yeah, my. I'm like, I see it so clearly in my head, but explaining, you know, how I get from A to G is sometimes really difficult for me. Okay. So 
if they're leading, it might they might have trouble communicating what they're thinking. Even though they right. have a very clear plan and a very clear vision, they have trouble communicating it to the team. Right. Is because that- to them, because of perspectives, it kind of operates invisibly in in their in their minds. So to explain it to someone else almost seems like arbitrary. Like, a, like I don't, a waste like of time. Why, why, why like why don't you that? get this? It makes sense to me. Yeah. So why can't you jump through like, that? Okay, yeah. so they think other people should see it just as clearly, mm-hmm. and they yeah, don't so necessarily. Yeah, so it becomes hard to explain okay. how you got there or how you want to get there because it's so clear. Okay. Um, yeah, so they're going to be helped by having uh, sensing and feeling advisors. Um, the sensors will help them see the important details and maybe help with the step-by-step process and explaining that, and um, the feeling advisors will help them maintain morale. Okay, so not necessarily an extrovert. They don't need really an extrovert around. They just need somebody to help them explain their vision. Yeah, it's more like bring it to fruition. Yeah, how do I deal with the the how to and the practical implications of my plan, and how do I deal with the feelings around me? Okay, so these people um, are are they real logical? Is that kind of yeah? I mean, extremely so. Yeah, Yeah. because they're scientists. Mm -hmm. Kind of okay. Cool. Anything else about them? Uh, no, I think that, like that. that I think was... that would help them the most is yeah having if you. I think they would feel bogged down by having to be like the cheerleader of the team. Right. Like that would feel. So if they had somebody on their team that could do that for them, yeah. they'd, they'd be perfectly happy to give that up. Exactly. Okay. Great. Okay. So that's the INTJ. All right. Our next type that we're going to talk about. Well, these are all the thinking types we're doing first, right? Yeah. The second one is the INTP. And this one is called the unconventional leader. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Isn't it? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So they lead with introverted thinking, which is uh, nicknamed in the uh, personality hacker system as accuracy. Um, Introverted thinking is a a judging process. Yeah. And um, it's all about data collection and um so they have a lot of a lot of facts right on hand and a lot they absorb a lot of information um, so that's why they might be unconventional because yeah. they wouldn't typically be a typical leader yeah because they're more into the facts mm-hmm. so their strengths are that they are open-minded and curious um they have a lot of knowledge they're not the typical do what I say or else type people. And they try to be very democratic. They like to take in other people's opinions. Um, I'm guessing that's because they want to gather as much information as possible to make an accurate decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they want to just make sure that everyone on the team is heard. Um, If there's disagreements, they want to know about that. Um, They're not good at micromanaging or they don't like to micromanage, I should say. Um, they, they're not really into dictating to the team. They're good at giving their team freedom to be creative and find varying solutions. If they see that their team is heading towards something bad or something's not going to go well, they will quickly step in and, and take care of that. Mm-hmm. What else about them, Bridge? Um, yeah, they a strong vision for the future, um, kind of like the INTJ, um, but they will kind of casually and gradually lead others to the goal. So they're not bossy bosses. They're not no. bossy leaders. Yeah, I think they're. Um, I think we'll get to this too. Is they're they're pretty autonomous people. 
So, you know, they they like their groups and they like their people, but I think they're, the, they're definitely um, what you might think of as your classic introvert, where they are very happy to work on their own. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think they're they're happy to let other people, you know, live and let live. Yeah. So they can do what they need to do. So if you're this type and you don't feel like you like a whole bunch of people around, you can still lead because you have the strengths in these areas because you have the thinking strength. Right. I think, yeah, because you're open-minded and curious and you do take um, people's opinions into account and you're democratic about it. Um, I think people that don't want someone breathing down their neck that are happy to be given a task and then be left alone um, would be happy to have you as their leader. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the weaknesses could also be that is they're autonomous. They don't, they don't, that's one of, that can be a weakness. Right. So if you're an INTP, you might get um, tired if you're left in a crowded room and or uh, at the mercy of other schedules. So having to follow a, a detailed else, plan might yeah. be a little overwhelming or annoying to you. Um, you're, you're more willing to go from thing to thing without having it uh, nailed down. Um, and they also tend to like leading in the background through suggestions with space to think creatively. Which I think is also a valid form of leadership. I don't think you necessarily have to be Out the, in the big front guy at the podium. The, yeah, you know? I, I think, think you're right. I think there is uh, validity in in leading from from the background. Yeah, I've worked for people like this. Like yeah. I, I've had leaders. Yeah, and I and I think they're they're powerful because you can see them thinking and and kind of you know. They know how to take in the group's opinions, but then formulate it into kind of a strategic uh, model. Yeah, yeah. Maybe does that make sense? Yeah, I think. Because I'm thinking exactly. of a couple of people that I know that kind of I think lead with this something like this. Yeah, that might be INTPs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, so they also dislike the bureaucrat- bureaucratic red tape. Um, dislike details that can get in the way of the overall goal. So, I don't know, my gut tells me that they might butt heads a little bit with, with some SJs. Um, okay. Because SJs are very much like they, you know, I don't know if they like the red tape as much, but they like the details and they like the The, the way it's supposed the, to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that, Rather than taking in everyone's opinion, they there's, there's a black and white. Right. So if you're working yeah. with an SJ type, you might have to navigate some of those things or, you know, figure out each other's strengths so you can reach your goal together. Okay. Um, and they're most most going to be helped having an E S T or F P partner. Um, that would be most helpful to them. That can take care of the social aspects and inspire team members and care for details. So, like we said in the last podcast, the ESTPs and the ESFPs are kind of the woo girls, the the party people, the <laughs> the cheerleaders. They're very present Yay. and yeah, they're they're inspiring people. So having that on your side, if you want to lead from the background, would be and those people wouldn't annoy these people either. I don't think, right? No, and I think I think uh, that has a lot to do with the the perceiver energy because perceivers don't always need to have a plan to see their goals through. Um, they're kind of more happy flying by the seat of their pants. So I okay. think they would see more eye, eye to eye that way, but they have a, you know, sensing aspect right. and extroversion. And okay. That. Yeah. Anything else about them? The unconventional the leader? INTP. Yeah, INTP. Okay. Our next type is the ISTJ. 
and they are called the detail-oriented leader, which is definitely not me. (laughs) (laughs) I like ISTJs. Um, So they lead with introverted sensing, um, and that's nicknamed memory. Um, And sometimes that's a hard one to grasp. I mean, maybe just for me as an intuitive, I'm like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) That's not in my, that's not in my Right, that's not in your stack, yeah. (laughs) But I think with them, it has to do a lot with like, yeah, I mean, it's it's memory of, you know, how things have always been done. But I've, I've also heard it talked about as, like, they have a really um, a sense of, like, what's going on in their, like, health or something like that. Oh, really? It's, They're really in tuned with their body, like their physical yeah, body? Yeah, so where, huh. like, extroverted sensing is more out in the world and, like, tangible things. They, right. They're very in tune to, like... I, if they feel sick or if they yeah, are hurting or like if my heart isn't beating correctly or something, yeah. they're very into do, that. Do you, does that sound right? <laughs> I, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not this type, so I don't right, know. But you but... live with one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and these kind of, per- yeah. <laughs> well, and these kind of people from my experience do have that kind of idea that, that this, that things are the way they think they are you know the like way it, they've been and the way yeah they are. like the this is this is like always the way it yeah it's yeah. been so anyway so let's go okay let's go with these people because so we we know these people right yeah. <laughs> all right their strengths so they're quiet careful leaders mm-hmm. and they want to make sure that their team has a very clear direction a logical plan um consistency Talk about this auxiliary extroverted thinking point. I don't right. Quite so, get that. so their your auxiliary function is your is your co-pilot, your driver. Right. If we're talking right. about the car model, um, you can look that up on Personality Hacker if you don't know what the car model is. Um, and so, the auxiliary function aids your driver function, and that's the one you want to develop to be the most balanced version of yourself possible. Right. Um, so extroverted thinking, which I think we said in the last podcast has to do with, um, efficiency. Is that correct? That's not the word I'm looking for. It's like systems thinking. Yeah. Well, I think efficiency is a good word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's about wanting to organize and, um, take charge of projects. It's like a a lot of kind of an engineering type of function. And that's what I always think of when I think about it. Yeah. Um, thinking in systems. So that's going to um, aid their introverted sensing and make them want to take charge of a project and do it in a very detailed, clear way. Okay. And they need plenty of time. I know this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure plans are detailed mm-hmm. and accurate and fact-based. So that's right. they're those people that have to get everything, all their ducks in a row before they can do anything. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, they don't like to make mistakes. Right. I think. Right. And so once they get all these facts and all these details in line, then they can make everyone else understand exactly what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So they're good project managers, basically. Yeah. 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 And they need facts, a lot of facts, and they have to weigh the pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a big thing for them. And they like to be fair and objective. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're always super responsible and orderly and <laughs> they're just very like reliable, trustworthy types. Just um, yeah, upstanding awesome. citizens. Yeah. 
Yeah. So there are weaknesses, ISTJ weaknesses. Um, they can get so caught up in the details that sometimes they might lose sight of the big picture. Um, and they're going to have difficulty uh, taking into account the emotions and needs of the people that they lead. That That's going to come secondary. Um, tactfulness and empathy might be a struggle because they aren't always in touch with that 10-year-old feeling function. So they have introverted feeling as their their 10-year-old function, their third function. Okay. So that's might be hard for them to pull out. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So they need um, the intuitives and the feelers. Yep. Right? Intuitive and feeling partners to, to maintain keep... morale yeah. and uh, help achieve the, the big picture goals. And push them to get some things done. Yeah, I think I <laughs> in my, think in my instance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. can get so caught up in the details sometimes that yeah, they they have trouble with that long term long term vision. So those intuitive people will help them do that. Okay, yeah. So that is the ISTJ. Right? That's right. All right. So our next one is ISTP. And they're called the tactical leader. Yeah. And they lead. Go ahead. I think ISTPs are so cool. Um, I don't know a lot of them. They're hard to find. Really? Uh, are they rare? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're not like the stereotypical rarest type, but um, I think they're just hard to find because they're so solitary. They're, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah they like they to like be to on their really own. do their own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they lead with introverted thinking which is accuracy, the same as the INTP, all the data and all of the facts. Um, So ISTPs are very quiet, observant, and effective people. They're typically open-minded and casual, and they like to focus on realistic opportunities and plans for success. They're willing to hear many perspectives, and they prefer to live and let live. So that's more of that perceiving energy, kind of like the INTP. Um, they don't have to worry about being micromanaged. Or you don't have to worry about being micromanaged if you are working for By an them. ISTP. Yeah, yeah they're not that's, big that's mi- micromanagers. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of let you do your thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and give others freedom to run in their own unique paths. Um, they they really like to work alone, which, which I have seen a lot with the ones that I know. Um, but they'll always strive to find the most effective way to achieve their goals using the least amount of unnecessary labor. <laughs> so they're good at conserving their they energy. They really are. I think they're like super handy types. I always think of them as like they're out fishing or like bench working stuff or, yeah. you know, working on a car. Like mixed or fix it. Yeah. 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 Um, and they're calm and cool. They mm-hmm. they handle crises well and they're good troubleshooters. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they're going to, when they make a decision, they're going to think of the most logical approach um, and then find the most efficient, streamlined action. So it sounds like they're pretty calm and not highly reactionary. Yeah, they're very easy to work for. And they're like, well, well, there's your problem, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. Sounds like someone we know, right? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I just, I like them. Yeah, they're, they're very, very calm. They're very calm and they just know how to do stuff. Yeah, like, nice. So they do have some weaknesses, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So they struggle with uh, long-term vision at times in the planning. Um, they're good at solving problems in the present. So, yep. you know, they might be able to do something short-term, but it might be the long-term vision that they're 
They have trouble seeing. Um, Sometimes they're impersonal and they don't consider other people's needs. Yeah, they get impersonal to the point of just (laughs) ignoring other people maybe. At all. Yeah. 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 So if you had, if you worked for somebody like that that just ignored you, like you think, have well, you worked for anyone that like that? No, I haven't. I think in the same vein of like the INTP, they're gonna they're gonna take in the information and absorb it and you know come up with a solution for you, but they're not gonna be in your face types. You're right. They're not gonna you be know? telling you what to do and bossing you around. And... Right. Okay. But I think if you're looking for like how do I get this done the most efficient way. They're going to be the person that you go to and they'll, 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 they'll figure it out. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they like to work alone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're, they're going to struggle with um, being tied down, especially if they disagree with the values of the group. So, so they're, I, they have a strong um, tie to their, their own personal values. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if I were an ISTP, I would be, and I was in a leadership position, I would, you know, really focus on cultivating a team that shares the values that you have so that you feel supported um, by them and not tied down. Okay. And, you know, with people that <laughs> will keep the other people at bay and let you uh, lead quietly. Let you just do your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they might turn down leadership oppor- opportunities if it infringes on their space. So that's important. Their space and their values. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so if you if you are an ISTP and you're determined to be in a leadership position or if you know someone and you want to help them be in a leadership position, um, they're going to benefit from having intuitive or feeling partners to help with the long-term vision and positive morale. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is the ISTP. All right. Now we are moving on to the INFJ. Yep. Now it's feelers. Yep. We're into the feelers. And these people are nicknamed the perspective leader. Yes, that's me. Yep. Bridget is an INFJ. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So let's hear about you. Okay. Tell me all about it. (laughs) I will. Um, Yeah. So we lead with introverted intuition, like the INTJ, which is nicknamed perspective. So the long-term visionary um, taking in lots of different perspectives at one time and... um, Seeing it from all different angles, I guess, yeah. is the best way that I can describe that. It's hard to describe. Well, and you've told me before that in your brain, you can see all of it. Like, it's super clear. Well, yeah, I was going to say, um, or we talked about this. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to um, pick a side sometimes, like, as a leader and be like, this is this is where I stand. Because I can see it from the other person's side so clearly that it's like, well, I can't argue against that because I can, you know. Right. So you can get caught like being on all sides of the argument when. Because you can see them all. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the strengths of your type. Um, we're passionate, insightful, and visionary. Most often found in leadership positions with a humanitarian cause. And um, they believe in taking care of the team, listening and understanding where everyone is coming from. Yeah, which is what you just said, is you, you're you good at yeah. getting everybody's opinion and, and really getting it. Right. Yeah, but like whereas trap- some people like me might might be like, I don't really get what you're, where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the trap there is, you know, not letting that bulldoze you. Right. And knowing like if you're the leader, like I have to be the one that makes the decision. Right. Even though everyone is taken into account. Mm-hmm. Um. 
We are strategic in our vision and look forward to future goals and finding innovative ways to get there. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is true. Whenever I have a problem, it's like I got to jump on it right away and I can, I'll figure out the most creative way to do it. To you know, get it figured out. To do it. Right. Um, we can be perfectionistic and demanding of ourselves, um, but encouraging and motivating to the team. You yeah. Know, Which if you, true. if, yeah, if you are this type, realizing that about yourself is a big thing. Realizing yep. that sometimes you beat yourself some up. grace and right. letting yourself make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and not having to complete everything yourself. Right. It's big. Um, and making decisions, they're going to consider how it will play out in the future and impact the people involved. So some of the weaknesses of this type is they can be workaholics because of the perfectionism, I think. Mm-hmm. And they, they really demand a lot of themselves. And so they can burn themselves out. And they've got this such a high standard that they'll push themselves to the point of burnout. And I think there are probably a lot of veterinarians in this category or a fair number because there's a lot of perfectionists and a lot of introverts. And so this is something that if you're a veterinarian that is this type, you know, you really have to be aware of because you've you've gone through this where, you know, you really push yourself to the limit because you want to be perfect. Right, right. And it's I think because, you know of our perspectives, we see, we like, like the INTG, we, INTJ, we see our vision so clearly and it's so perfect and like actualized that it's hard to, you know, take anything less. Right. Right. And so, yeah, you really want to attain that unattainable standard, that ideal. Right. Um, yeah. At the expense of yourself. Yeah. And this was another thing that we talked about is, um, they sometimes struggle to present their vision, in a, in a clear way to other people. Yeah, that's hard. Because they have this big, huge picture of perfection in their mind, but but the steps to get there might be a struggle. Yeah? Yeah, it's almost like you can jump from... Yeah, I always say, I don't know, the, the easiest way for me to... See, look, I'm doing it now. I can't even explain <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs> wow. It's just jumping from A to G. Like, I see that. I'm like, right. oh, this goes to this. Right. And, like, other people don't fill in the gaps the way that we might right. in our heads. So so um, trying to trying to break it down for other people yeah. because you're already there. Right. So what I would recommend for INFJs is taking some time either if you have a, a partner or, like, a close you know, someone in your team that you can talk it through with, that helps me a lot. Or just okay. having alone time to go inside your brain. So if you're talking with another person and you're an INFJ, you're using your extroverted feeling function, your harmony, right. yeah. especially if it's someone that you connect with mm-hmm. to talk it through or or go away, uh, you know, absorb in yourself and figure out the process so you can come back with a clearer way of explaining it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You also struggle with giving negative feedback or dealing with conflict. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Do you feel that? <laughs> yeah. It's, but yeah. I mean, you want things to be so perfect. The negative feedback is in uh, criticism is hard to hard take to sometimes. take. Yeah. yeah. And the conflict mm-hmm. you don't love either. Right. Yeah. And I think that's also a, a you know side effect of you know seeing all the different perspectives. It's hard to. It's hard to want to lean into the conflict when you can see it. There's always it's just this confusion because you get all sides. Yeah, you're like, well, you everyone's can't. right in some way, right? <laughs> and know? so you can't you can't solve it exactly. 
All right. And you all, you need a thinking advisor? Thinking preference advisor. Yeah. So that's someone with a driver or an auxiliary function that is thinking to help deal with conflict situations and maintain objectivity. Okay. Which I found to be very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not me. (laughs) All right. So that is the INFJ. Anything else you want to say about yourself? Well, I don't know. What do you think? What do you see? Um, in this type as a leader? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I see, when I look at you as a leader, I see somebody that really does have a, a great idea of uh, probably the end goal. Like you, like you have a vision of what it's supposed to be, whereas I, you know, I, I don't have that clear vision. Mm-hmm. Like I have ideas. I have lots of ideas. My type does. But I don't have the vision of what it's supposed to be. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So I see you as having that, like, this is what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Having that in my, yeah, that's so true. Right. It's like but you I might not it. always be able to tell me yeah. how to get there. <laughs> so maybe that makes that's, us that's kind of an odd I team. To work on. But yeah. Yeah. But we're still doing it. We're getting this we thing are. done, right? Trying our best. Okay, so that was the INFJ. And next we have the INFP. Mm-hmm. And this is called the sincere leader. Yep, INFPs right. uh, lead with introverted feeling, which is nicknamed authenticity. And I don't think we've talked about this one yet. So introverted feeling has to do with um, like your your morals and your ethics and how it how it affects you personally they they really um feel that deeply and they are so their strengths are they're very passionate caring and empathetic and they often take positions that allow fighting for a humanitarian cause they believe in and that's very important um i think maybe the infjs will fight for anyone you know that has a humanitarian cause whether it's like personal to them or not but an infp might be more drawn to something um that is very personal like a personal meaning yeah like um a lot of infps are vegetarians actually Uh, yeah yeah i remember yeah yeah i remember reading that yeah because they can they can get behind that and it has to do with their core values and beliefs Mm -hmm. um they're very innovative in the plans that they make and open-minded to different viewpoints Um, They're excellent in their written communication skills and can explain a viewpoint in a moving and compassionate manner. Yes, I find that very true. Mm -hmm. Um, They're excellent listeners, encouraging leaders, and passionate in their pursuits. Uh, They long to improve the world for people more than anything. Yeah, and like I said before, they're always going to consider how their decisions align with uh, values and morals. So not necessarily other people's they are more making decisions how it how it feels to them. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's huge. That's how they that's how they lead. Right. It's what does this feel what feels right to me, I think is the best way to explain. And then if, if if they decide it does feel right, then they think about how it'll affect others in the group. Yep. Right? That's right. Yeah. So the weaknesses of this type is they um they're accepting of people who want to create an encouraging atmosphere for their team, but they struggle with dishing out criticism and dealing with conflict. Yeah. And unless someone has violated their personal values, they might refrain from giving a correction or giving out criticism. 
because I think, yeah, ultimately they want everyone, they want everyone to get along. And I don't, I just don't think that's on their radar as much. It's more if everyone's moving in the right, right direction that goes with their moral. They'll just kind of let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if they feel like the team members are going along with their morals, but they might not be doing the greatest job, they, they, they'll deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they struggle with accepting criticism because I think they're, I, I don't know, are they a little bit perfectionistic in a way? I think so. Is it more about their feelings? Their I mean, inner... yeah, they're very wrapped up in their, their inner world and their inner feelings. So um, if you're an INFP, you have to know that you're inevitably going to get criticism from your team and you have to be careful of not taking it too personally. That it's not a personal attack because I think they can really take things to heart. They really feel like they, yes. they really These feel. These people are very heavy feelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't, they're not big into deadlines and to-do lists. They get a little overwhelmed by that. And they don't like rushing to get things done. Because yep. um, that doesn't probably feel very good either. Yeah. 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 So an INFP is going to be helped most with an advisor that has a thinking or judging preference. Um, the thinkers will help them stay objective and the, the J's will help them prioritize and manage their deadlines. All right. They seem like they would be good people to work for just from the standpoint of having a really strong belief, you know, if, if you agree with them, I guess. Right. I think they definitely like will have a cause that you want to get behind. Right. That's the type of, of leader yeah. that they are going to be. So that's the INFP. The next one is ISFJ. And these are called the thoughtful leaders. I love them. Great people. <laughs> You're funny. I love all the introverts. She's like, I love the introverts. <laughs> well, you said that about the extroverts too. I know. Yeah. Well, I just, I know. You just love Myers Briggs. So I, you, you well, like. I love people. Yeah. That's, what it is. that's it. Yeah. Because I, yeah. It's just the INFJ thing. I'm like, yeah. I see all of their different strengths and how they operate in the world mm-hmm. and how it, like, it's yep. a perfect world because everybody's in it. <laughs> everybody's everybody's different. That's what yep. makes this so fun. Um, so they, the ISFJ leads with introverted sensing or memory, just like the ISTJ. Um, their strengths are that they're very committed, conscientious, and devoted. They are just like sweethearts of people. Aww. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, they know how to stay organized, meet deadlines, and care for the team. They're careful to make sure jobs are done well, and they keep the harmony maintained. Oh, well, we like the harmony. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, the co-pilot is extroverted feeling. Yep. Um, yeah, so they're, they're generous, thoughtful, and detail-oriented. They are good at giving specific instructions and are very clear in their expectations, uh, often putting the needs of their team above their own. And they consider how the decisions will affect other people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else to say about that. That's part of the harmony, right? Yeah. I mean, they're just very conscientious and very, like, nurturing people. Okay. Yeah. Kinda they're like the kind your... of person that you're going to go to if you need to, like, get it out and, like, have a have cry. Somebody, have somebody to just, like, listen <laughs> to you. listen and, and be sympathetic and you. care. And... and not judge you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In a lot of ways. Yeah. But they also, you know, care about things being taken care of and detailed and... um and practical, it yeah, seems like a little a bit. Probably a lot of type twos on the Enneagram. Right, okay. So the helpers. Yeah, if we bring in the Enneagram. Yeah. 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 So some of their weaknesses are they um, they will have trouble making the priorities. 
they'll not know which goals to make first. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll struggle with that. And they're not big picture thinkers, so they have a little bit of trouble with the strategies that they need to get to the goals. Mm-hmm. They might struggle with making decisions. Yeah, and they're going to avoid confrontation. Because, again, they're, they're still harmony people, so they're going to want to keep people happy and keep things in order. And, um, yeah, so confrontation might be, uh, might be a struggle. So if something's going to be negative or have a negative impact on their group, they might struggle to move ahead. Right. Because right. they don't want to cause anyone any harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, so I would, you know, if I were an IS- ISFJ, work on being okay with making a decision <laughs> that that might uh, affect someone negatively, temporarily. or Well, and, and anytime you're a leader, that that's going to happen. Right, right. So you might struggle as a leader if you're this type, just from, from that aspect of it. So you have to kind of get used to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they need thinkers and intuitives near them to help, correct? Yeah, you're going to want an advisor that will help you manage the strategic aspects of leading. Okay. INSJ. Anything else? Or ISFJ. ISFJ. Anything yeah. else about them? Um, no. That I you just, can think of? I think they're lovely. You love them? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So next we have ISFP. And they are called the sensitive leader. Mm-hmm. They have um, introverted feeling, huh? Yep, just like the INFP. So same thing, a lot of feelings. I don't know why I wrote accuracy. Um, it's authenticity. A lot of, a lot of morals and feelings and values. Um, so they're unassuming and gentle, uh, compassionate leaders. Very good listeners that are adaptive in their visions and empathetic in their approach. Uh, ISFPs like to lead quietly. Um, they will seek out leadership in companies or organizations that they believe in. Probably not going to find them working um, anywhere or leading anywhere that they <laughs> don't fully. They don't agree support. with the mission. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're going to work best leading a cause that helps people that are marginalized or persecuted, and they believe in standing up for the underdog. And they're very, awesome. they, they make the decisions basically in alignment with their values. Mm-hmm. And then after that, once their values are, are um, served, then they will think about the other people on the team. Yep. All right. And some of their weaknesses are um, because they're flexible and hands-on, they might get frustrated in an office where there's a lot of rules and deadlines and restrictions. Yeah, ISFPs are pretty creative people. They're almost kind of artists in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and very. Um, a lot of them are like uh, musicians because they're very good, like with the you know tangible things, like okay. learning how to, yeah. how to play instruments. Um, yeah. But but very creative and feeling um, in that. And they they're not big into to do lists. They don't like having high expectations that they're supposed to live up to. Right. Yeah. Right. Like it maybe more so being boxed in. Okay. I think it's more of like I'm a free spirit type of person. Um, uh, the difficulty finding logical, objective approaches to problems that might be a problem for them, and uh, delivering tough uh, news or firing can be extremely stressful for them because they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Yeah, I think so. Because they're feelers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, and they, because they lead with introverted feeling, it makes them feel bad. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to hurt anybody. All right. So they need a thinking advisor or an intuitive mm-hmm. to help them with long range plans, handle the critiquing or correcting of the team. Um, so they don't have to hurt others' feelings. <laughs> I guess so. Yep. Right? Yeah. All right. So that was the ISFP. Yeah. Is that it? Um, we got through them all? That's all the introverts. Awesome. All right. So. So introverts, don't be afraid to stand up yeah, and lead. Yeah. Sum it up a little bit for us, Bridge, because you're the introverted leader. Well, I think. And you have been in a lot of leadership positions mm-hmm. and you still are. Yeah, I, I just think introverts have a lot to offer the world, and I think we need to um, not be afraid to show that and and let people know that just because we're introverts and we need some time to recharge and not be around people, that doesn't mean that we don't have great vision and um, plans and details and goals that uh, would would really benefit being out there in the world. Yeah, and if you're an extrovert and you work with introverts – I think just realizing um, what strong leaders they can be. And just because they're not super chatty and running, you know, around running their mouth, sometimes they, they have the best ideas and and they have really um, great plans. Right. They're focused. Well, and, and introverts a lot of times. not being afraid to stand up and say, like, this is what I need. Like, the world isn't. Um, geared as much towards introverts and what they need, especially in in the workforce. You know, right. you're you're in a community. In most times, that in most workplaces, you're kind of on a team all the time, dealing with lots of people. So, being able to stand up and say, like, um, I will get back to you. I need the space to think this through, or I need to go to my advisor, or you know, like having that put in place and speaking up and having those, those boundaries set for yourself is really important. Yeah. And I, I, I know we said this on the last podcast and, and I'll say it again here. I, and I did say a little bit earlier about there are a lot of people in the veterinary community that are introverted. And because we have to work with so many people every day, we work with clients. It's a constant thing. We're working with the other team members that sometimes that's really hard on an introvert. And just protecting yourself, you know, but with by those boundaries, making boundaries. Right. And and then having these these te- uh, teams of helpers and advisors and um, and partners, especially if you're a leader to help manage some of that, that interpersonal load. If you right. Want to so if you have somebody that. on your team that compliments you, that using them and not being not feeling bad when you do, especially right. with a perfectionist, you might. You might not want to ask somebody for help because that feels like you're not doing it yourself or that doesn't feel authentic. Yeah, it might feel weak or something. Right, like, right. But that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. Right. And that's why all these types, it's it's so good to study all of this because you just need to know that you're not going to have all the tools. Right. You know? well, especially if you're really familiar with your type, you're like, like for me, I'm like, I know I need to have a thinker around. Otherwise, right. I'm going to get bogged up in the feelings and the vision and the, you know, all of the cerebral, like intangible stuff. So to right. have a, a thinker that's like, here are the facts and here are the systems and here's how we implement it helps a ton. Right. And then being OK with that. Right. Realizing right. that there's no there's no shame in having other people around to help kind of um, with your weaknesses. Because I think that's what we all have a tendency to do. We have a tendency to think we have to do it all 
we have to be good at everything when we don't. Right. And I think actually, if you, if you operate that way for too long, um, and especially in in some of these introverted tendencies, you'll burn yourself out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's a big problem Mm -hmm. and we don't want that. So we need to take care of ourselves and that's kind of what the podcast is all about. Right. And that's why we want to learn all these things. All right. So anything else we want to say about the lovely introverts? Introverts, get out there and lead. Yeah. you have a lot to offer the world. Get out there and lead. And then if you're not an introvert, go love on some introverts. Yeah. (laughs) Give them a space to lead. Extroverts, water your introverts. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's so important. All right. Well, this has been really fun. I love having Bridget on the podcast. I love that she loves all this personality profiling stuff. So I'm sure we're going to do this again. Maybe we'll do the Enneagrams as leaders. Yeah. That will be our next one. Yeah. So we'll try to do that soon. And if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please send us some feedback. We'd love a five-star review on iTunes. That would be amazing. Um, Give a shout out to Bridget. If you love hearing her on the podcast, I'll have her back again. And if you, if there's anything that you want to talk about, uh, send me an email for the, the questions podcast. Um, if you want to just do it in private, I will definitely email you back. So reach out if you need help, don't be shy and, um, don't forget to sign up to get coached. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you need coaching, I'm always here. And um, Bridge has been running my Enneagram, so you can check Your us out Instagram. there. I mean, Instagram. <laughs> Oops, Enneagram. <laughs> I have Enneagram on the brain. Yeah, my Instagram. So check that out. She's been doing some great work there. So anything else we need to say before we sign off? No, that's it. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>